Welcome to Literally Nothing Matters Podcast, where your new besties, Amanda and Caitlin, will chat openly about everything that no one is talking about, but everyone is secretly thinking. Together, we will debunk wellness trends, navigate relationships, and begin the journey to become the best versions of ourselves. At the end of the day, just remember, literally nothing matters. So grab your favorite beverage and meet us every Monday for our weekly date. Wait, did we just become best friends? Yep. Let's jump in, everybody, because we've got some serious stuff. Oh, my God. Some dun, serious, dun, important dun, business. Dun, dun, dun. World. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> Culture and art. Yes, we are about to bring news, breaking news to you. We have read a book and it changed our lives. And I'm sure it changed yours as well. <laughs> yes, okay. December book club time. Yes, this is our Christmas present to you. <laughs> Truly. Honestly, this was a Christmas present to my damn self. Oh my God, seriously, seriously. Like, um, before we jump in, do you yeah. like how there is a toddler potty in my background? How do we feel about that? <laughs> how do you feel about that? How's that going? That is, you know, it's going. It's going. It's just like the epitome of where we're at in life. Yeah. Just potties, places, and... When do you start that process? Mm, that's a good question. You know, I just got a little excited about potties, so I bought one. Yeah. And then Annie Banani pooped in the potty like a big girl that she is. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Oh. And then now she, I think it's more on us. I think she could, she would actually get potty trained if I like really tried. Yeah. But I like refuse to get up every time that she wants to sit on the potty, which is like every, every time. Every <laughs> Um. But she loves to sit on it and pretend like she's going. So she'll go and push. Oh. And maybe a little toot will come out. <laughs> but she has gone to the bathroom on it. I think it's a little bit more me. I'm not ready for it. Diapers yeah. are I know. I was going to say, um, also, did it make you emotional when she pooped in the potty? <laughs> <laughs> like an end of an era. Um, or no, less so because you no. know you have a lot of diapers in your future. <laughs> You know, there are a lot of things I'm emotional these days, but the poop in the potty wasn't one of them. So Okay. That's you know, good. I'll let you know how it goes though. Yeah. Keep us updated. Keep us abreast. <laughs> um, sorry, I digress. My mind is everywhere. This is how yeah. I am these days. I try to explain to you guys. I'm either off or I'm on. And I'm rarely on. Today I am on one. Okay. I feel like I am on, on Adderall. I am just like going ham. Don't mm. know why. I'm into it. So I'm definitely going to plummet. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be this afternoon or tomorrow, but it'll happen. All right. Well, let's let's keep these good vibes going and okay. get into it. What was your like initial reaction? Like if someone came up to you on the street and you were like, and was like, what was that book like for you? Um. Well, here's the thing. My friend, Alex, I'm not going to out you, Alex, but you but put a little note in my head and then I went into reading it in, with your little note. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to blame her. No, what kidding. was the note? Um, Alex said that like, it was good information. Like it was good, but you know, it wasn't like, there was nothing like earth shattering. Like there was nothing like, cause I was saying to her, I'm excited to hear the, the tea. And she's mm. like, yeah, there's not really that much tea. And it's written pretty simply. And so, but she did give me a very good word of advice to listen to it. So mm. I listened to it and um, I kind of actually agree with what she said. I feel like there wasn't yeah. like anything glaring. There's definitely things that I want to dig into. And, and we will. <laughs> and we will. Um, but I did find the, the um, what's the word I want to use here? The craftsmanship of the, of the writing hysterical like oh yeah so Brittany and I loved every second of it Me and too. listening to it was just like even better I think in one of my notes I said I wish that she had re had read it because it's yes. just feels like it's Brittany bitch you know yeah. and uh, so I think my initial feelings with it were like you just you didn't exceed my expectations you just like made them come full term so I appreciated it yeah 
Sorry, I, I the answer. <laughs> no, I mean, we're getting into it. We're here for it. Um, I agree. Like, it wasn't like earth shattering tea, but I'm really glad that she wrote it because like it gave me a lot of emotions like i so much of it was like heart-wrenching and disgusting to me like it really made me like it made my blood boil on in so many moments and like yeah would it be awesome if there was so much hollywood tea and backstories like of course but we get the little snippets of it and it was like cool to hear but like and also at the end of it, which again, we'll get into, I'm doing the same thing that you just did. Like, <laughs> like the whole theme of her not having a voice, even though she was the most like, quote unquote, like powerful pop star or whatever in the world. Like it made me happy for her that she put her story out there. Like that must've been so like liberating after so being literally controlled for so long. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Renee. Oh okay, so if you can see, I went crazy in our notes. <laughs> yeah, I just pulled them up. I like, because I just typed them on my phone as I'm listening or reading or whatever, just like random things. And now I'm like, wow, they're nice and organized and have all of these different comments. Thank you so much for being my secretary. No, I just like combined our notes and then like went ham. Like they're way too long. We probably won't get to everything, but I love it. We will try. <laughs> I do have a cutoff time of two fifty, Nandy. So I that's do, fine. Like let's I dive in. Annie, but Annie. <laughs> let's dive I'm, in. I'm like late for picking up Annie because I'm talking about Britney Spears. I'm like, sorry, girl. Like, sorry, I had important <laughs> business to attend to. I was working. <laughs> bitch. Um, okay, let's go, girl. Let's go. So again initial reaction disgusted like the media disgusting it was the early 2000s it is what it is but like to read about it and then to like go back and watch any of these things or the interviews like absolutely disgusting diane sawyer like i know she was just playing the game but like she should have fucking been better and there are a lot of instances if you look back of her just like tearing down women in interviews and it's really disappointing and I'm sure she would not do the same thing today so we don't need to cancel Diane Sawyer but like I wish that she had like uplifted other women in her place of power rather than just trying to like be at the top with the men you know I know it is such a weird thing to think about and reflect on is of other people and even myself about like how I acted during different times in my life totally. personally and then just in the world I think and it's like it was so encouraged and so perpetuated that like this is how we talk and this is how we think and blah 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 and of course I wish that both Diane Sawyer and myself had <laughs> been better people in our past um yeah. it's hard because and then I think we went to like one extreme of like now we're going to cancel everything so I feel like as you said, it's like, we don't need to cancel her, but we're mad at her, you know? And it's right. like, it's just a disappointing thing to see, but it's exactly what you were saying. Like, um, with Britney Spears and like so much of the, just like talk about her and her body and her virginity or not, or she's too sexy and she's not a good role model or she's dumb and all this stuff. It's same with like Paris Hilton hating taylor swift like all that like it's just internalized misogyny that like is shoved down our throats Ooh, look at you with the facts get this girl a facts machine mm. look at you like i should give aunt debbie a warning up front i probably will swear quite a bit during this one because like i was heated up listening or reading this yeah like agreed mm -mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. <laughs> but let's talk about like the fun stuff first okay okay all right. Um, I feel like we both noted that we loved some of like the Hollywood throwbacks and like remembering some of these like iconic mm -hmm. moments. Yes. And, like, 
Yeah. I think that it started from when she was talking about the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And that is so funny because I remember hearing about that when I was a kid and like just all of these names that she was mentioning are just like such big people in pop culture history. And they were just like out there just in this little club and stuff. And it's like, oh, wow. Well, then it exploded. Yeah. Um, do you think the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse still exists? Have you done any research? Um, No, I also like... I have questions about exactly what the Mickey Mouse Club was because Mm -hmm. like ever since Barbie, obviously we've all seen like the adorable pictures or videos of Ryan Gosling dancing in the Mickey Mouse Club and how like he was built to be Ken. Yeah. But was it like a show? I think so. I think so. Because I don't think I watched that. I don't know. I think it was a little bit before our time. Yeah, that's true. Like a couple years, not by much, but so I think young. I remember it being some type of show. Yeah, yeah I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Jessica Simpson, cool. Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. She's like randomly dropping names. <laughs> yes. Actually, highly recommend if you enjoyed some of that stuff, listen to Jessica Simpson's memoir too, because she talks a lot about. I actually heard that one was pretty good. Was it good? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yeah, loved Mickey Mouse. That was cool to hear all the names. Yeah. Um, you wrote, which I totally agree, is her almost having the role in the notebook. I did not know that. I mean, I don't think anyone did. That was crazy. And like, I mean, Rachel McAdams. It had yes. to be her. It had to be her. But how how different would our lives be if Britney Spears? Yeah, the world would be different. <laughs> Someone else would be president. Like, are you kidding me? The world would have shifted on its axis. And... <laughs> Imagine Britney Spears being that role, though. Like, oh, wow. <sighs> they should reenact that movie with her. Yeah. That role. <laughs> Seriously. She'll probably do it on our Instagram at some point. Oh, my God. Um, the VMA snake performance mm. was something fun to remember back on because, like, it was yep. so iconic. Yeah. But also like cool to hear how she was like, um, I was terrified and like, yeah. why were they throwing the snake on me? Like yeah. it was so, so funny listening to it because I could just hear her like, oh my God, I was so friggin' scared. Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> and just like the five word simple sentences that are yes. just, you know, like you and I would talk and we would sound kind of girly and whatever it's so like I love that she just owns who she is and this is how I speak and this is who I am and just in that one instance I remember listening to it and I was like I feel like I'm talking with my best friend Brittany and we're just on the phone like two little girls (laughs) yes and I love that they didn't try to change that like her editors yeah didn't try to change that in the book like they let her lean in yeah but I also feel like because she was so scared like that even shows us more what like an amazing performer she is that she can just like flip a switch and be like all right we're doing it and like absolutely crush it and then like behind the stage be like oh take it off (laughs) yep yep I know I could not imagine so good um go the Madonna kiss (laughs) so weird that one was like weird to me I don't know it kind of made me so happy that it was her that just did that and it wasn't like a planned thing mm-hmm. because I feel like everyone thought it was like the scandalous planned thing that they did together and it was just her being like f you guys I am taking back my power and I'm just doing it yeah. hilarious like, yeah and the world went wild like even more they're like Britney is corrupting the youth yeah <laughs> I know I remember when that happened and just like the picture of it was yeah, the tongue you know yeah yeah so hilarious <laughs> um when she talked about the Pepsi commercials I feel like my brain was like and it just like made me like all of these like serotonin hormones got released and I got so happy just thinking back to those like cool Pepsi they were so long and there's this whole acting scene of like her just sitting there and then breaking out in this like music video-esque situation yes. and I was pumped I was like I'm finding this I'm I did did you <laughs> yes because I didn't like I remembered it but I didn't like I just oh. remembered like knowing about it and so I looked back it's 90 seconds long it's a minute and a half yeah yep could never be done today could never could never and it's wow. iconic it's still it stands the test of time yeah I think that that would have 
she was probably the best one too. Like, cause they did a bunch of different famous oh, people. Totally. Yeah. No, so great. that gave me good hormones. Thank you. Good hormones. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What else do we love? Um, okay. Well, you said something about like talent agents for children are creepy. <laughs> and it's yeah, like... Didn't love it, but that is a very extreme point. Absolutely. Yeah. When we were talking about the McGee mouse situation, like, it was really cool to hear all of the names. However, how freaking weird to like own a club with all of these children and to critique them and to comment about them. And I'm not, I'm not remembering like extreme examples, but just like, why would you ever want to be in that profession? Like I wouldn't, I'm like totally judging here and I don't even care. Like, why would you want to critique a child's for something like the way they look (laughs) and the way that they're like behaving on a stage? Yeah. Like, I feel like there has been more and more like conversation happening about this stuff, especially with like Nickelodeon because of like Dan, whatever the fuck his name is, who like actually was super inappropriate with a lot of child actors and like, there's um who's the girl oh my god what is her name i'm the worst i feel like it's like aubrey something or something she was the girl on cheaper by the dozen and in like the missy elliott music video like she's like a dancer but like disney star you'd recognize her face for sure okay she started a podcast talking about all this stuff Ooh. about her experience as a child actor she brings on other child actors and it definitely needs like there needs to be more rules and regulations about exploiting children yeah, I feel like that might come up in in the future of like, you know how there was a big movement of like priests within the Catholic churches. Yeah. I feel like this might be the next movement of like these talent agents for children. No. Yeah. Creepy. And even like beyond that, like bigger conversation that we do not need to get into, but like the psychological effects of being a child star mm-hmm. and like not having a regular childhood and like your parents i mean i know now i think there are more laws about like protecting the children from like the parents taking advantage of all the money and all of that but like being totally exploited and then like i mean look at the the trend here most of them don't end up doing so hot most of them psychologically yeah yeah it's sad yeah no that is a really big conversation yeah but not one that we are going to have today because we have 29 minutes. So <laughs> moving on. Um, I already mentioned this, but I really do wish that Brittany read it because me and my BFF would have been having a good time. Okay. Yeah. So that's like the reason I didn't listen. Yeah. But I did. The person that they chose did have kind of a bubbly voice. So yeah, appreciated her. She did a good job. Good. Um, oh, I also wrote... <laughs> So as a, as we're reading, and obviously this is a very big conversation and mm. maybe even a bigger, I don't know if people are divided on this thought, mm. but there's some actual delusion going on oh, when she sure. like is talking. Um, and especially when she was talking about when she acts and that's happened to so many actors and it's kind of scary because I don't think I've ever, well, when Heath Ledger died, right? When he, I think he committed suicide, did, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, he did speak a little bit about how he was so in his role as Batman. and like then, method acting and just yes. like sucking you in. Yeah. And I just found that really interesting. And I was like, I wonder like, what the mental illness rate is within actors. Because mm-hmm. it was like creepy listening to when she was like, I couldn't. I couldn't figure out who I was apart from the character, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think now there's definitely some delusion just within her own life. And that may have been because she was on lithium and because of all of these other things. But it's like reading it, there was just a lot of delusion throughout. And especially when she was talking about acting. I agree. I think that in general after anyone read this book they would agree that like she was a little bit of like too much of like a naive sensitive and i mean this all with like the utmost kindness kindness i love her so much but like a little bit too of a naive and sensitive and 
a little bit of a delusional person to be in this industry. Like it was not good for her mental state. And then obviously with a conservatorship, yeah, I think like the lithium and everything and just the trauma from that, like set her back so many years and she's just trapped in this like childlike state sort of super sad I know it is really sad um but also it's hard because it's like where do I find the entertainment versus the drama versus the concern you know Mm. and it's like with her particularly I found I find myself in general when I talk about her when I think about her kind of like putting up boundaries of like, I don't want to speak ill of her when mm-hmm. she's like bubbly and silly and you find her, you like look at her on Instagram and you're like, what the fuck's going on, babe? Yeah. Um, Because I'm like, how much of this is for show? Like she's obviously a good performer. Like maybe she is doing things because she wants to. How much of it is like actual like mental illness? And then, you know, what's the rest? So it's really a confusing conversation sometimes. I know. And I also just feel like, I don't know. It makes me so sad because it's like, especially after reading this, like we all know what she went through, but to really have like to hear her side or to watch like the documentary right before her conservatorship ended, it's like she went through the most like I honestly try to just like not look at her Instagram because it makes me like, obviously, yeah, I want to be like, what the fuck are you doing? But like, you know what? Let her be delusional. Let her do her weird ass twirls and her rolled up Sophie shorts like the year is still (laughs) 2003 because she deserves that at this point. You know what I mean? Like the knives were fake. Yeah. (laughs) She's not harming herself. (laughs) But I totally agree with you. It's like. Yeah. Like I want to be respectful of her, but it's like, is she doing it for us to be entertained? And she like wants us to like have her like a silly, like Paris Hilton has come out and said like, Mm -hmm. she has this personality and she wants you to, Jolly Parton has come out and said she has a personality that she wants you to have a reaction towards. And so it's like, I just like, it's a fun thing to think about sometimes of like, are you just smarter than me? (laughs) Yeah. I kind of feel like after reading this book, it's like, no, because I think she's just like not (laughs) mentally doing great. (laughs) Yeah, but, but do you know where I'm going with this? With this a thought? million percent, sense? Okay. absolutely yes. And like, there are people that are so mean about it. Yeah, having a conversation like that, and it's like, why do you feel like this is your place? Like, yeah. let the girl live. Yeah. Go watch like one interview with her when she was like 15 years old, and like, have some empathy. Yeah, team Brick, team Brick. But I totally a hundred percent. Um. Okay. Okay, now the real conversation. Mm. Justin motherfucking Timberlake. Like we all know, like, okay. I came with like annotated notes. And the, <laughs> she uh, had post-its throughout post-its. the book. The yeah. amount that I was like, Justin Timberlake is the worst of all time. <laughs> like we all <laughs> knew this to be true, but like. why has no one like made an actual like movement against this man because like there has been men in history that are like where you're done you know like um what the frick's his name he was a news anchor Matt Lauer Lauer. yeah like he comes to mind of like you suck we're done with you we're gonna talk shit about you and then you're done you know and it's like Justin Tucker like all these things have come out about him and yet he's still like an A-list actor. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like, you know what? I agree. Let's cancel his ass. However, he is out here still just making a fool out of himself in these like below average roles. He is a shitty actor. And uh, honestly, his solo career, like, yeah, it was good in 2005. The last few albums he put out are embarrassing. So like, keep going out there and embarrassing yourself. Yeah, I'm sure you're still making a lot of money. So like, that's annoying, but... (laughs) Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. Maybe I just like want Jessica Alba to like divorce him or something because I'm like Jessica Alba. No, no, Jessica Alba. Yeah. What's her? You're what's right her last there. name? Beal. Thank you. Yeah, I just like yeah, I just she's like gotta go. She's gotta get yeah. out of there. Like, there's been literal pictures of him cheating on her. Like, yeah, like he's just a gross out. person. Yeah, I just want him to get justice for his behavior. Yeah justified but like okay so when I was reading it 
I had so many, not like conflicting emotions, but like a little bit of like, not making excuses for him, but like, yeah, I get it. Every you're a young kid. Everyone is up your ass telling you what a fantastic person you are and you're a star and you're getting fame and girls are throwing themselves at you. So like, it makes sense why he was being a fuck boy. Like yeah. truly. Yeah. However, it like, okay, I copied and pasted because I wanted to see if he reacted to the book. Oh my and God. He put out one quote Ooh. that I could find in like the five minutes that I researched. So <laughs> we're not here with all the facts. <laughs> <laughs> but it was giving me like gross, like uh, his publicist put this together. Oh, and for sure. this is what he said I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women, and I know I failed. And it's like, sure, does that cover it? Almost not really. Like, yeah. have some emotion. Actually, what are you actually sorry for? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Janet Jackson got, like, essentially canceled for a while. Like, she wasn't invited to award shows because he pulled her shirt down. And he was the hero. Like, yep. what? Yeah. And then you think about, sorry, I'm I'm going off. Go for it. When you think about the people that like he was working with at that time, like with Britney and Janet, like when he came out with the Crimea River and all that, like, and the lies, I don't even remember all like the lies like that, like Britney cheated on me and like all of that, like that was wild to read about. Um, But Sorry, my eyes been twitching this whole entire episode. <laughs> I was like, did you, are you crying? What? Are you okay? We no, it's just twitching. Do you need happening? a break? <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, but like, he probably had people like P. Diddy, who now we know is a fucking violent rapist. So like, yeah. he didn't have good people mm -hmm. persuading his decisions either. So I feel like, I don't know, all around gross, bad, ugly. I hate it. Did P. Diddy, is he a bad guy? Did, am I missing? Yeah, really? all this stuff recently just came out um, where he like <laughs> was, well, okay, his ex-girlfriend, I think Cassie, the me and you, it's just yes. me and you. Yes. She filed a lawsuit against him um, for like domestic violence stuff for when they dated way back in the day because she probably had like an NDA that finally expired wow. and i think they ended up settling in court because that like was probably easier for her than going to trial but there was like all this stuff of like really like gangster shit like she started seeing i think it was like it wasn't dj khaled i don't remember the names people again not here with the facts but he basically told cassie like I will like blow up his car or like I'll like do whatever and then the guy's car blew up in his driveway like the guy's a psychopath and oh, now like multiple people have come out and it's the same shit as like R. Kelly like he's hanging out with 14 year olds like you're a gross person wow the men need to do better like what yeah and I feel like I wrote that somewhere in there but like it made me it made me really sad for her, the way that she allowed herself to be treated in so much of the book. And I think that there's a lot of people that probably would read this book or hear these stories and be like, well, why didn't she break up with him? Why didn't she stand up for herself? And like, sure, that's a fine argument, but like, why don't we put it on the people that are actually acting badly? Mm -hmm. Like she was someone that was traumatized growing up didn't have self-esteem didn't have like the wherewithal to do that for herself and like yeah. that sucks but anyways okay i'm done talking you say something no. else <laughs> no i think that that is spot on um i have yeah. so many feelings i know i know <laughs> um okay i wanted to talk about something that i did love about the story and that is, this is very random. People are gonna be like, what the hell? I love that she admits that she likes people knew that she wasn't a virgin. 
And I think that there is this like stigma and there definitely was then it's definitely at least being talked about, but like women have sex. Okay. And they can enjoy sex. And she talked a lot about like, I never said I wasn't a virgin and I never said I was going to do these things. And it's like every interview she had everything. It was like, why can't I like sex, you know? And it's like, I love an adult like at that that. point. Right. Like, yeah. And it's just like such, like no one asked men that question, you know? Um, and she didn't make a point to bring it up. So I feel like I appreciate that. Thank you. You can be a sexual girlfriend, go for it. And that's like ahead of her time also. Yes. Yeah. And like, no one was interviewing Justin Timberlake being like, are you a virgin? Also like, what's your penis size? Because when she's 15, she's getting interviews. What's your bra size? By people like Matt Lauer. Like, (laughs) oh oh my God. Gross. 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 Um, But I did like that. So appreciate you for bringing up those conversations. Snaps from Um, red. Something else I was curious we were talking or hearing a little bit about K-Fed oh, and awesome. like, what a freaking character. Like, I don't even like, I can't even like speak badly about him because I don't even think of him as like a real character in life. <laughs> right. Because you know? he's a joke. Yeah. Like, I feel like he was trying to give like main character energy for like the minute and a half that he was on news because yeah. of Britney Spears. And then he like dropped like the fly he is and like, haven't heard from you, haven't seen you. Like, clearly you're not great. Yeah. Oh my God. I was dying reading all those chapters when like they were first dating and like how he just like flipped on a dime and thought he was like a big shot. Like everyone thought you were a joke. So Yeah. Yeah. And she was so funny about him. Just like he was trying to like make a rap album and like do all these things. And it's like, yo. And like, she was like, I'm going to stand by my man, even when he's embarrassing himself. (laughs) (laughs) And also ignoring me completely. (laughs) But like, I don't know. I just like, he's comical to me, which is almost like more embarrassing than like the others in this story <laughs> no i agree and i also went to google for this because you asked what is k fed up to and i also had the same question because like where did he go um, <laughs> i love your first sent your first sentence in the note confirmed he's being a fucking loser out in hawaii <laughs> um and okay i feel like we do have to give him an ounce of credit for being a dad to the kids hopefully hopefully he's a good dad I don't know like I feel like if he is a good dad let's give him that credit sure okay okay but also you took them like he stole them from her and then never tried to help her get out of this conservatorship and he just collected he collected that check and he benefited from it too so you know what now I keep talking about it I take back that nice thing I just said you are awful (laughs) Yeah, I, (laughs) in the same token, I was obsessed with how much she brought up her kids. Like she loves her kids so much. And the fact that he and the other families members use the kids against her is sickening. Like I think about that. I am like full chills. Yeah. Um, but I loved how much she talked about her kids because it's like that's so cute. I just like, like the whole world, I feel like, and it's yeah. just heartbreaking. Did you ever watch um it was the second season of Dirty John, which was a true life miniseries. Really yes. good if you want something. Yes. So remember how she like murdered her husband and his mistress because he legit stole her children from her and drove her crazy. As you do. Yeah back in the day when like women weren't allowed to have credit cards or mm-hmm. have any play in like divorce or anything. And while I was reading her story of how Kevin Federline literally basically stole her fucking children from her, I had the same thought of like, I'd kill him. I would murder him. Mm-hmm. And like, that's such an, it's so like, it's such a dehumanizing, like animal kind of instinct yeah. of like that, Oh, like it makes me sick thinking about it. I don't even have kids. Like, how would that not drive you to insanity? So you know? Sick. Yep. And like, okay, but update on KFEB. So the older baby is already 18 at this point. It was 
it was like earlier in this year this article was from so he's not gonna be getting child support anymore for the older kid but so at the time he was getting forty thousand dollars a month in child support for these two kids they're teenagers and also you have a kid do you spend forty thousand dollars a month on annie it probably feels like that sometimes yeah but no no i do not and he petitioned the court for more Oh, because like, 40,000 was like, this is only for 50% of the time. So she was supposed to have them 50% and she wasn't because she's obviously not really well. And so he's like, well, I have them 100%. I should be making $80,000 a month. Like you've, you've got enough, I think. Yeah, I think you've used your kids enough there, friend. That's yes. like, gross. it's disgusting. And like, it makes me sad for those kids. Like, I wonder how they're doing. I know. I was thinking that a bunch. And then I was like, leave them alone. Don't think about them because I like, know. You they deserve to have their own like life, you know? Yeah. But I do. I'm like, I first of all, I didn't know they were so close in age. I find that really interesting. And part of her story, like your postpartum like years really, and she didn't even have years. I think she got pregnant three months into her postpartum. Yeah. Like there's some real stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. And clearly if you're unwell to, to start off, you know, like your mental space isn't completely healed. I can only imagine how difficult that was. And so it's like reading that, I'm like, you don't give her enough credit either. And then you think she's crazy when she like has the kid without like the seatbelt on when they were trying to get away or whatever. Right. And I'm like, she's literally trying to protect her kid. Like I feel like she was doing better than I would be doing in that situation. Yes. And I think that's the thing. No one had any empathy. It's like you guys all drove her to this, like mm-hmm. the country, the media, her family, K-Fed. Like, I think that's what was so heart-wrenching was just like she just was someone that like baseline already was like going through it. Mm-hmm. Like who would react normally, quote unquote, to anything like that? Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. Anyways. Um, okay. Yeah. We can go over. So I did say interesting relationship with God and it was like a powerful message. And I forget exactly yeah. which line I was referring to with that, but I think she was talking about how like she just kept like thinking about like a bigger existence or thinking positively and stuff and like the idea of karma. And I think mm. that that's like – not necessarily that I believe in the same God that she does, but like I liked where her mindset was of like, I just need to keep thinking like this certain way and like being in my power and stuff. And I just really liked that she kind of like spread positivity throughout a really challenging time. Right. And that's like a survival of the human spirit, right? It's like finding yeah. hope, which like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have been able to. I know. Ugh. Right. Um. Okay, I feel like quickly breezing over. Okay. How fucking horribly sad the abortion scene was. Yeah. And those things like happen a lot more than you expect them to. Mm-hmm. Um. And I have not personally had an abortion, but like I know people who have, and I'm an advocate for if that is your decision. And it is like a very I wouldn't say traumatic. Some people like it's a experience it depends on who you are and the experience you have. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not talked about enough and like, it's not an easy thing to do, you know? And it's like to be going through that by herself <laughs> in the, with the details that she explained are disgusting. Yeah. I also felt like it was like a gross commentary on like how the medical industry, if you'll call it that, um, like treats women's pain. Like she even said, she was like, why wouldn't they give me anything for this pain? Like I'm in so much pain and they just brush it off as like, well, you just take this little pill and you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you're not fine. Like when I did have my miscarriage and I don't know the similarities and I'm missing like a natural miscarriage versus uh, uh, abortion, but like, it's very painful. And then, like, what if something doesn't go right? You know, like, everyone's, like, I remember when I had the miscarriage, they're, like, the medical field was, like, yeah, it'll all clear out and, like, you'll get huge clots of blood and everything, but, like, everything's fine. And it's, like, it's yeah, a very dramatic thing to go through. And then it's very painful, like, physically, you know? Yeah. And so I think that, yeah, like you're saying, it's just pushed off as, like, you'll just get through it. And it's, yeah. like, 
when you're going through it, it's really scary and really freaking painful. Yeah. And also just like how not for all men, like I'm not generalizing, but which is the whole issue of like why abortion should be legal for women to like make their own choice because like it can be a really easy decision for men to just say, nope, I'm walking away or, you know, like Mm -hmm. it made me sad that she didn't feel like she had the power to like stand by what she wanted and like use her voice. Not that I think just Timberlake would have been like a stand up dad for her, but I'm so sad. Okay. You know, Moving along, Jamie Lynn Spears, cunty bitch. But <laughs> yeah, she is, seems like such a naggy little brat. Like oh, the family that. dynamics were really interesting, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I feel like I kind of thought that that was who she was. And like, of course, maybe that's probably not all her fault. Like, nature versus nurture, and her parents are fucking psychopaths. So, like, <laughs> she probably didn't stand a chance. But like, the fact. The thing of her singing Britney's, like doing Britney's song at that performance when like Britney couldn't do it and she had to just pretend like, this is great. Yeah. And then like her and the mom putting out books. I I know. I remember when that happened actually, because like, I think that the mom like retracted hers like right after Jamie Lynn was like, and I'm pregnant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was like, you're not mom of the year, friend. Yeah. <laughs> but I remembered that exactly. Uh. So I despise them. Yeah. Because she got the pay cut from the um, conservatorship too. Like that's your sister and you're going to let her go through that. Like that is crazy. I feel bad when like, I don't hang out with my sister enough or like, I don't call her back. Like what? You're going to keep her essentially in like mental institution jail on lithium. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good look, babe. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. Let's breeze through these. Okay, you wanted to talk a little bit about like the generational trauma, right? And like men. Yeah, I guess. <sighs> Wait, where did I put that note? Where are Sorry, you? Sorry, it's under the generational trauma theme. Generational trauma. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Big tree T trauma coming at you. Big T. Uh, yeah. I just found it really interesting looking at it from kind of like a psychology lens of this male generational trauma that is definitely being talked about a little bit more, but I think that we do need to even talk about it in a bigger extreme. Um, Like women have been doing this work for a little while now, and we're always talking about like our experiences as children and maybe our experiences as mothers and how we are reparenting ourselves. And it's a big task and it's not something you can correct overnight. And men just seem to kind of like go through something and then they do the exact same thing and they're not doing the work quite yet. Um, And you see that so much with Brittany's dad. And so, and now with her, with her brother. Um, mm. So I just find that fascinating and something that needs to be discussed a little bit because there's therapists for men too. Okay. So sign yourself up. <laughs> yeah. I 100% agree. And I feel like that is something that's just so important. Like we're out here doing the work. You should be doing the work too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I also like just made a note of like how sad it made me that like Brittany didn't even have a chance to work through her generational trauma because then they just like traumatized her all over again before Mm -hmm. she even had a chance to like break free of all of that. They just like kept piling on top of her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go down to the rating because we are coming up on time. So what would you rate it? Um, I said a four out of five stars. That's right. <laughs> and then I, in my blabbery mind, I, I wrote, love the story, just written terribly, but also kind of love that too. <laughs> like, I love it. I yeah. love it. I like some books are meant to educate, other books are meant to entertain. And this book is an entertainment for sure. So, four out of five. Yeah, I totally agree. I was thinking like four. Or five, just because I feel has so many feelings. <laughs> yeah. But totally agree. Like, it's like, you have to know going into this. This is not a piece of, like, literary genius. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a story that I'm really glad was shared. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm glad for her that like that must feel very empowering. Yeah. So highly like recommend. <laughs> um, okay, real quick, what have you been reading and watching this month? Oh, I'm excited. We can be a little bit late. It's okay. She's not gonna get dropped at the corner. Um, okay. So <laughs> moms get her. I'm really into this right now. For books. I am reading the second book in a series. Um, It is called Iron Flame. And the first one was Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. I think you say her last name. And it is spellbinding. I mean, like the first one I really liked. This one is like unbelievable. And I love fantasy worlds. And this is like all for it. Like I wake up and I'm like, I need to read. I need to wake up before Annie wakes up so I can read. Um, it's one of those books. It is so freaking long, but oh my God, really good. The girlies are just burped. The girlies are into it. I know. It's so trendy. Like Like, there's a reason why. TBH. Yeah. So that's one of them. And then the other one is the first 40 days postpartum. (laughs) It is a very educational book and something that I actually need, like I'm taking notes on as I'm, it's like a textbook almost, but when I first had Annie, the the postpartum phase after it felt really like a whirlwind. And uh-huh. I didn't focus so much on the postpartum phase. I focused more on the birthing phase, which completely was different from what I expected. So this time around, I'm going to be focusing a little bit more on myself and the baby. Right. Um, and it's an incredible book so far, actually. It just takes a lot of my knowledge. So it's, it's taken a little while to get through. I mean, yeah, that's not really like a easy breezy fairy smut yeah. book. But, <laughs> but don't worry, guys, I'll bring you the cliff notes after I'm done yeah. with it. <laughs> not that the like iron flame is easy breezy because <sighs> that shit is long, but <laughs> it is crazy how fast you read it though. Um, yeah. What about you? What are you reading? Um, okay. So I, I I like really don't read smut that much, but I was like thinking I needed something quick to get through before I go on my trip. So I just started last night window shopping, which is like a holiday smut novel. And I'm excited about that. Okay. So I'm going to breeze through that, feel frisky and head on to my honeymoon. Go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I listened to a handful of audiobooks this month while I was walking Mr. Poe Man because um, podcasts weren't doing it for me. So yeah, I listened I didn't to-, need to podcasts either. We're great, yeah. huh? We're great. Yeah. But that you know what? Awesome. That means we're just going to stay super unique to ourselves and not be copying anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listened to the Matthew Perry memoir, which was, again, if you like Hollywood stuff, if you're a Friends fan, really good. Also heartbreaking, but a really. I don't know, important message about addiction and how that affects your life and all of the work that he wants to be remembered for. So yeah, it was good. Highly recommend. Um, Paris Hilton's memoir, which I listened to like super randomly, kind of just popped up on Audible. um, And it felt really like it coincided so well with this book because very, not similar stories, but like, trauma being treated horribly the public seeing you one way but really you're not that way misogyny all of that but like her story is heartbreaking like it's crazy she was like sent away to one of those teen um like behavioral camps thinking it was a boarding school and she was literally sexually physically abused for years she tried to escape multiple times and then was abused worse like it was it's traumatizing it's horrible um but also a really cool story about working through trauma and finding hope and all that um yeah and then i listened to part of the dead romantics and like don't really recommend it's kind of that Okay. Okay. What have you been watching? Anything good? For TV, I've been watching The Flight Attendant. It's weird as fuck. I don't know if I like it or I don't like it. Mm. I don't know. Like indifferent. I could stop watching it and be fine. Yeah. But it's just like a lazy whatever when Chad and I are like chilling. 
Yeah. And been obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. Seriously. Love that. It's like my faves. I just watch, I can watch it like whatever. Mm. And then for my more like serious side, I like to watch The Crown. So we're on the last season. And I think we actually only have one episode left. So that, I don't know, like I like it, but I'm not like addicted to it, you know, but it's good. Mark and I keep saying we're going to start it from the beginning. So we've never watched it. And then we don't because it's like you have to pay attention too much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not like an easy one to watch, but it's worth watching. Yeah. Totally. How about you? Um, not really like anything. I've been rewatching girls. I just got through all of the seasons because anxiety forces me to rewatch shows and woo. Um, and then the same like reality TV Bravo bullshit that I watch Southern Charm, Winter House, The Regulars. Um, I've been forcing myself to watch a ton of holiday movies like whether it's like I'm doing something and then like that's on in the background. I'm like, you will be in the spirit, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so here are my notes about them. The holiday, no notes. Okay. Maybe besides Jack Black being casted as that character, but we love that role for him. You know what? Yeah. Expand your horizons. Yeah. Love Actually, it's like a, what the hell is this? But also like, we got to watch it every year. Okay. Um, The holiday, you could do with it or without it. I don't think I've watched that one. Okay. The one with Emma Roberts on Netflix. It's like okay. a rom-com. It's better than a lot of like the Hallmark ones. Like it's it's like a step above Hallmark, okay. but almost there. Okay. You know, um, Single All the Way on Hulu okay. with Hot Gay Men, Jennifer Coolidge, Wham Bam Turkey and Ham. What else do you need to know? Really? That's okay. a good one. The Family Stone. Mm. What the hell is that movie all about? But I will watch it every year. Like, it's crazy. The 90s, early 2000s were wild. I yeah. just don't understand. Um, <laughs> happiest season, Dan Levy. Again, all you need to know. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Okay. Wow. Well, I have work. I just gave you some recs. Well, there here's what go. I've been watching for holiday movies. Miss Rachel Christmas Edition. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch the holiday. <laughs> and my next note, I would like to watch the holiday. Yes. That's on my list. I'm not... <laughs> movie fan because I feel like I can't keep my attention for that long and I do not which is opposite from you I can't rewatch anything I hate rewatching anything actually so the holiday is the only one I would rewatch um and Chad doesn't like Elf do you like Elf I do like Elf but you know what I haven't watched it this season like a bunch of those movies like Elf the Grinch, all of those, like I just can't bring myself to watch it because I don't feel like rewatching it, which is yeah. unlike me. I love to rewatch things. Yeah. So I'll probably be watching Miss Rachel in a couple minutes, actually. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, well, why don't you go pick up your daughter? Cause now yeah, we're late. Too late. So <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but happy holidays. Thank you. Thank I know. You in the new year. I mean, realistically, I'm gonna see you before I leave for the trip, but to the listeners. Yes, happy reading yep and we'll read with you next you next year, year. <laughs> we haven't picked our january book yet i don't think so we'll figure it out at a later date um like it <laughs>